Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Cosmic Horror. Cosmic Horror? Yes. Mm. What what mysteries might we find if we look deep into the abysses? Too deep. Too deep, some might say. Many things we don't understand going on. Mm. And if we look too deeply, what might we start to believe? We're also doing episode 400. We are! Yeah! 400! 400! Can you believe it? Can you believe it? (laughs) It's a Saturday once again. Life's a Pitch podcast, episode 400. Wow! It's gonna be a great day. <laughs> Thanks, uh, David Lynch. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's uh, like honestly, four hundred episodes. Yeah, which is like eight years. Yeah, which is terrifying. Yep, and yet somehow it feels like we just started doing this today. Yeah, it just feels like we came at this brand new, at, like the first time. Yeah, like the first time. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. Thank you, everyone. Everyone who's listened, yeah. Everyone who's listened. Like, even if you've only listened to, like, the first few episodes and then never came back. Yep. If you've come back for this episode... God help you. Thanks. (laughs) I mean, thanks, but, like, maybe you could have... You could could have helped more. Yeah, yeah, you could have helped a bit more, shared it, maybe. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, no, thanks for coming back. Thanks. 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 Yeah. (laughs) That's what we're saying to those people. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. For that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so so it's so cool how it how 400 has landed on on horror. halloween yeah, yeah. We, all, we, we always make a big thing about uh, about halloween and mm. and the and the horror month this is um the uh that is the sort of like the, uh, the almost the entirety of october we usually try and we always try and do a little bit extra which i mean 400 and halloween yeah Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, not nothing major going on. No, no. We, we haven't got any like celebrity guests or anything. No, no. Um, we don't know any celebrities. No, no. It's not like you know Dave Benson Phillips is going to pop up and go, like, "All right, boys. Um, uh, well, well done <laughs> on reaching 400." <laughs> no, none of that. None of that. It'd be it'd be weird if that did happen. Though, <laughs> wouldn't it? Can you imagine if he was a regular listener? Oh yeah, and he, and he was just like, oh, uh, talking. Um, I'm the guy who keeps posting about the confusion vortex. <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be weird <laughs> if that was the case. I don't think he's a regular listener, man. No, no, no. no I'm gonna throw this At out. At most, he's a he's a patron on the one dollar tier. Yeah, yeah. And changes his maybe he's one of those that changes his name every. It's four to five months at most yeah. at most and that's that's if he, if he <laughs> listens at all yeah. if he's if he's ever heard of us well we cast him as bond that one time maybe that so would i reckon that would get a click he does follow us on twitter he does yeah so maybe <laughs> you never know <laughs> you never know what uh, what apocalyptic eldritch horrors might await yes around that twitter door yeah dave benson phillips from bring you bring your own back bring your own back <laughs> B-Y-O-B <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just him and a load of inver- we invertebrates we Bring your own back We can't supply backs yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to bring your own Get your own back 
Get Your Own Back. That's what yeah, he presented. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, uh, play, uh, play Days. Play Days, yeah. yeah, yeah. From CBBC in the 90s and early 2000s. I would say he's a children's TV legend and broadcaster. Yes. Um, so that's what I would describe him as. I'm pretty sure he would describe himself you like that so, as well. Yeah. Yes, okay. yeah. So... We're doing cosmic horror. We are. That we're delving into Massachusetts, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Rural Massachusetts. Ma- rural Massachusetts. I I think that cosmic horror should be seen elsewhere. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. It should be. It, it, does, it does go outside of North East America. We have seen more stuff that should have should have inspired and I think probably has inspired cosmic horror writers for years to come around the Queen's death oh yes I think that cue yeah is 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 a perfect example and people interviewing people from that cue and like all the stuff that went on around that is is just perfect mania. Did you know none of those people had names? None of them. No, they called them the QAnon. <laughs> Stupid. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, because every time you, each person that went past the, the coffin mm. got a got a new shocking truth beamed into their brain. <laughs> yeah. It was a near field psychic projection. Yeah. So uh, cosmic horror. Yeah. It's probably one of my favourite horror genres yeah the last I mean it's getting more and more my favourite yeah difficult and underutilised but still really good but when done well yeah absolutely it's amazing Mm -hmm. shall we just get on with pitching some cosmic horror movies oh we better had before the end of days yeah before the end of days apparently before (laughs) Cthulhu Cthulhu Cthulhu. yeah that's how you pronounce it I believe I believe it's pronounced Cthulhu turns up and just like Squids his way over the place. Yeah, yeah. that's all he does, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what um, it is. So people got in touch with us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, and Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show. You can give us titles on Fridays usually. Yep. Um, if you want to see what we can do with those titles, look at what I can do. Look, no hands. I'm podcasting with no hands. Podcasting with no hands. What the fuck? No, it's weird. They. Like they took genuinely, a... the, no, ser- the, my hands have been going weird today. Oh, Very strange, yeah, yeah. Um, so from Ash Ralph, we've got the jumbling, the jumbling, yeah, the jumbling, jumbling. Okay, okay. Um, J O M B L I N G, I N G. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There are no words that sound like that as such. But it does make you think of like getting a bit a bit judded, right? Yeah, a little bit spaghetti armed. Can you imagine? Okay, so maybe it's like a stretch of road, yeah, brand new. But because it's brand new, there's a certain like vibration it does to your car when you drive over it. Okay, and it dr- jumbles you around. Like, uh, 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 that feels like jumbling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, you come out, you step out of the door, a different person. Oh, like. What? Like, either you've been swapped with someone else who was on the road at the time. Yeah. Like, swapped bodies or something. Um, uh, and or, Oh, so or it, like, like vibrates your, your very... Exactly. Uh, or, or, atoms. Or, or you come out with different opinions, or you come out with different, like, uh, beliefs, or you have... You, you see something else beyond. So, I like this being in, like, rural Scotland. Yeah. Like this road is a road that no one ever goes on. It takes you up to Inverness. Nobody you, ever goes to Inverness. Nobody ever goes to Inverness. Yep. You're listening in Inverness. <laughs> I mean, uh, at the moment, uh, the Jags 
Pike Thistle, my team, okay. are, uh, are are up against Inverness CT. So I'm just throwing some shade. You're just throwing some shade. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Um, Did you go on this road, Matt? I'm the one. I'm the one that likes football. <laughs> I know. I'm the Matt that likes football. <laughs> <laughs> How did we end up here? Um, uh, a, a slight problem in the cloning process, I think. Okay, I've right. been told. Yeah. Um, but yes. So... <laughs> so this road, this this road, I like it sort of as a winding road up to, up a hill. Yeah. Uh, up a hill like in rural Scotland there's like loads of pine trees mm. like sticking up and there's like the moon at the top of the hill yeah. kind of thing I like the idea of driving up a road that you're, that you're unaware of and coming outside the, and coming out the other side changed yes and you don't notice until you get to the other side for sure yeah absolutely and I wonder how you'd know right if everyone in a car yeah drives up that road mm comes out changed what we're describing here matt is a weird car-based freaky friday <laughs> not like i don't mean like swapped yeah yeah i mean like changed in some way yeah um and i don't know how they're yet to decide what, what how they're changed mm. but like i like the idea that like i don't know something something weird i mean there is something quite scary about being on a in a car on a road alone at night yeah it's oh for sure terrifying yeah it's like you look at it, especially like in the countryside and rural area, you can't see anything outside mm. the window apart from like a few feet ahead of you. Yeah. And like the stars are out and it's just like anything can happen. So maybe that's it, is that you end up in a place that is slightly different to you. Yeah. In a sort of, um, in a way that like this universe isn't quite the same as yours. Mm. Um, uh, or do you think it's something like where you see something and you come back? Is it that this road leads somewhere new? Yeah. Or is it that the process of going down this road changes you and you come back to the same place different? Yeah. Oh, it's a tough choice because they both have different meanings and outcomes. I think, I personally, I think, yeah, if you're going in, if you're going like up, up to Inverness or whatever, yeah. right, you're going up, up, up to Scotland. Why would you go to Inverness? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> um, but uh, if, you, if you're going up there, then, and, and you come back a changed person, yeah. then maybe people start encouraging everyone else to take the drive as well up yeah. to Inverness. And it becomes this sort of like tourism thing and people are promoting it. And nobody quite knows why everyone's being shuffled up to Inverness. Oh, I, I quite like the idea because like it's cosmic horror. There's got to be kind of like a cult who worship this yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I think it's a it's a village, like an Innsmouth-like village of people yeah. who have all been changed and just stayed there mm, they because they are, they are lost. Yes, they're, they're, they've they've driven up there and then because no one's been able to recognise them yeah. they are just lost people mm. or none of their IDs work like they don't have a birth certificate anymore yeah. because like their face is just completely like they're just completely different people yeah. so it is they end up in this town of people that just literally don't exist yeah but yeah. it is like a physical place, that and it's got to be exist. on the coast. Yeah, yeah, right. Course, or, yeah. Or, yeah, and it's got to be sort of like um, you know, in this sort of like next to this stretch of water that nobody ever goes into. It's you know Scotland, and we've got to mm. try and bring in the sort of like Loch Ness as aspect. It's not like a Loch Ness monster, but it's like it's like some people come to this place, and it's almost like we have our own version of the Loch Ness monster, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it draw, draws people in. Yeah. Coming up this one road, the only road to get to this this town, mm. 
coming at this one, one road and it draws people in and of course they do meet the monster yeah because it's it's changing them bodily yeah yeah we see we see these people in this car yeah. this kind of mystery machine almost yeah this is the vibe i'm getting so it's like just a car of people that they're, they're going they're going on a holiday like a mm. bank holiday somewhere there's these two couples yep i really like the idea of we see flashbacks yeah but in a kind of like a rival sense we don't know their flashbacks yes so it's like it's different people yeah doing uh, having almost the same kind of relationship like arguments or conversations yeah that the people in the present are having yeah and are talking about mm-hmm. but we see them f- like a different people and oh they are the same people yeah they're doing the same scene they're reading the same script yeah right so you're there's this there's this common thought worm yeah this argument and it's over something completely pointless well it's like um in the present in the weird town in the jumbling town yeah St. Jumbles yeah uh, on the coast of Scotland yeah St. Jumbles St. Jumbles uh, we've got uh, do you remember when you told me blah 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 and when in the flashback we've got the same characters but as different actors saying yeah. blah, blah 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 yeah that kind of thing I, I think and, and I you think... slowly kind of piece it together yeah, like what's I th- happened I think there's a conversation mm. a, a rote conversation it could be a, a, about something as stupid as does pineapple belong on a pizza yes right and we hear that from some characters and then weirdly enough you overhear it from other characters or in flashbacks mm. other people having the same argument word for word yeah and, or we have the flashback it's... people have the same kind of visual tics and mannerisms that the exactly yeah both, characters have. Yeah. both of those yeah. and they're on a boat mm. they're on a boat sailing in towards Scotland it's just a round the world trip yeah yeah right and they're on a, a catamaran mm. and they are heading and they're having this conversation long out at sea they're having this conversation and there's bits and bobs like watch that and then you know those, those things mm. right watch out for that one yeah, uh, yeah. like uh, oh boom coming across the flashbacks are of those people on this boat. Yeah. Right? They are having a conversation about mm-hmm. whether or not pineapple belongs on pizza. Yeah. They have this, and every now and again, they say, watch out for the boom. Yeah. That sort of thing. Um, we don't find, we don't see that flashback yeah. until a bit into the movie. Because the first thing we see is this family going along this road. It's like, oh, bloody hell, this road is bumpy. Yeah. yeah. Right? They start arguing about whether pineapple should be on a pizza. Yeah. Same mannerisms. One of them says, boom, coming across. Like, you know, because the, the, the boom yeah, uh, yeah. For, the, for the sale. They say that. And we're like, oh, it's weird. But we've only just met these characters. They could be saying anything. Yeah. We're, we're getting to know them. Later on, we've, we find out that that's like, that is a moment that's recorded psychically in time. Yeah. Right? This creature, whatever it is, mm. has like landed on these people on the boat. Yeah. Or eaten them or whatever. Yeah. It's the only it's the only thing it has to communicate with us. Yeah. But the difference in communication with this weird whatever it is, this force, and us. Yeah. In and the way it's like tunneled underneath and and, and jumbled this road means that we are looking at the, the this these vibrations yeah. forcing our minds into like this conversation. These people's lives are being replicated exactly. through this being like talking and so uh, when you and get sort to, of running with it when it's you get to the of, town you have one side of the town that's that's for pineapple on pizza and one side of the town that's against well I, I like the idea that it's kind of like you know how Bumblebee in the Transformers talks with 
recording radio snippets. recording yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that yeah everyone's trying to everyone's trying to talk with different phrases from this one scene we've we've, we've yeah. got I and... love the car radio as well in in the bit where it's it's yeah. like there's bits of it's that playing, thrown it's, in. it's literally playing the, the, yeah. the original flashback oh yeah yeah, and, I, th- and I think that's pretty they good. They get jumbled. Yeah, they're they jumbled. Get, I kind of, I kind of like the idea that imports of pineapples to this place have have, have skyrocketed. <laughs> 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 like one of the people who's there is there with an entire truck full of pineapples because yeah. they got ordered to this fucking nowhere place. Mister Del Monte. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's like come to deliver pineapples, and he's gotten trapped in this argument <laughs> with where, where, about whether they belong in a pizza or not. And yeah. people are like shaking the van. He's the only one that's human. Yeah, he's the only one that's like... He's got such good suspension. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because the pineapple's jumbled it differently. <laughs> he's part pineapple. Yeah. He's been jumbled into into part pineapple. I love yeah. It. yeah. Oh, that's really good, that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. The jumbling. Yeah. A four-part miniseries on BBC. <laughs> yeah, I think it is a BBC, yeah, isn't starring it? starring Keely Hall. It's kind of got... It's kind, yeah, probably. Yeah. And it's kind of got Doctor Who uh, uh, vibes, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably it's got that team. Keely Hall's and Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, it? it's BBC Wales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly enough. <laughs> BBC Wales shot in Scotland. BBC Scotland didn't touch this. Yeah. <laughs> it's got all the hatred of they him snuck, and They snuck in. Yeah. <laughs> BBC Wales snuck into Scotland. <laughs> all ah, right. There you go. Oh. Okay, guys, listen up. Dave? What are you doing here? How'd you get into our house? There's no time for that now. I need to talk to you both. We're almost ready, but they're closing in. Uh, Hang on, hang on. What do you mean, closing in? Who do you mean, they? The Bisque Council. The Plasti Wheat Pedagogy. Whatever form they've taken in this universe. Dave! The Breakfast Party Illuminati. This universe? You need to catch us up. Do you mean plasti wheat like the breakfast people? Oh, yeah. Okay, listen. Haven't you noticed that they're suddenly everywhere? Haven't you noticed that when you pitch things or people, some of it seems to leak into existence? Like like the orcs are dorks thing. Yeah, exactly like the orcs are dorks thing. Although we don't really know what's going on there. They've got their own whole thing going on. Anyway, look, the point is, you mentioned someone on the podcast, and weeks later, they were real composed of unprecedented amounts of confusion energy. Okay, that is weird, but even if it's true, what's that got to do with the breakfast vans? It's got everything to do with the breakfast vans! Think back. Somewhere in your brain, you should still have the memory of the bisque crisis. Back then, the world fell apart as it all slowly became a homogenized breakfast mass when we realized that you could pitch reality into being. Well, we had no choice. We used the original Matt and Tom to create a brand new universe. One in which wheat bisque husks had never even become more than a C-tier breakfast option. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean original Matt and Tom? Clones. That's what they were all talking about, the clones. We had to leave them behind. To create the confusion portal and get us away from that reality. It took time travel, unethical experiments, Superhero teams, a, a version of Ryan Gosling with so, so many legs. Everything we could throw at it just to keep them off our trail. I hated to leave the originals behind, but they gave their lives so that we could clone them into the new world. A better world, or it was, until Plasti Wheat. Wait, wait, we? Who's we? The Confusion Vortex, you fool! 
The only people resisting the breakfast nightmare that awaits us! We thought we could outrun them, using your unearthly abilities of pitching. We had to make sure we could keep it up, even if one of you died or was unable to pitch anymore. We programmed into each clone the memories of all the podcasts before. Well, most of them. Turns out nobody could remember that many pitches. But the Plastiwheat is here. I've seen the vans outside. Yes, it's too late now. I wanted to keep this from you, but I have no choice. Come this way. A door in the wall of our studio. Where are you taking us? When you pitch, you create gigawatts of concentrated confusion energy. Just down these stairs is where we've been gathering all the confusion your pitches create. In fact, even this exposition is generating confusion from everyone listening. <gasps> look, look into the vortex of confusion. Soon it'll be strong enough to wipe everything out and start the universe anew with no more sentient cereal. Praise the confusion vortex! Wait, is that... Davy Benzo Felix? Yes. When he fell into the heart of the vortex, we thought he was gone forever, but it seems to have chosen him as its speaker. Hello there, Matt. Hello there, Tom. It is I, Davey Benzo Felix. I'm just here in the confusion vortex. In the vortex of confusion. Please keep doing what you're doing. Keep broadcasting. You know what I'm talking about. Keep podcasting the confusion. Life's a pitch. Wow. I can't believe he sounds so much like kids' TV presenter Dave Benson Phillips. I know. Uncanny, isn't it? So, our confusing pitches are going to end the world? Yes. And start it anew. If my readings are correct, it should only need one or two more pitches to trigger the Vortex Cascade, rejumbulating the world into confusion energy. I suppose we'd better get to it then. Yeah, I suppose so. Okay, so from Archive on the Internet, we've got You Looked, Didn't You? You looked. Oh. Oh. I love those things where it's like, whatever you do, don't look inside this box. Yeah. Yeah. It's what J.J. Abrams wants out of every film he makes. Just (laughs) just don't look in the box. And they don't. It's fine. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They they never do. (laughs) It's just disappointment (laughs) in that box. about it by the time the series ends. Yeah. (laughs) I think, okay, okay. So this is uh, in, in the, like... We have a we're doing cosmic horror. Yeah. The world it, world ending stakes. Uh, eyes of the universe looking into our reality. Oh, it is a J.J. Abrams bit. Oh yeah, but the J.J. Abrams bit is that there is a box in this world that must not be opened, and that's a very that's a great trope of cosmic horror, right? <laughs> if you don't look in that yeah. box, right, because what what's in that box is in, imperative. The reason for it is those creatures, whatever's at the extent of our universe, Mm. will only stay put while they're watching an entertaining show, a.k.a. Earth, in which they don't know what's in that box. As soon as anyone opens it, they're like, oh, there's there's nothing in it. It's boring. Here's the problem we face. Yeah. I now know the whole of the rest of this story. (laughs) Okay. I don't know whether to just sit and wait and say it later or to say it now. No, do it now. Here's the rest of the story, right? Yeah. There are all these giant eyes in the sky. Everyone's scared of them. Also, we're aware that there's this box that nobody's allowed to look into. Yeah. The end of the story is that everybody, they do open the box and everybody peers down in the box. And what's in there? There's a world 
there's a box and the people in that world done it and we were the eyes in the sky the whole time that's the that's us in the future looking down it's uh, men in black and it goes on forever it's like a, and a forever box is like a portal into time to look down and make that's the end of the story there you that's, go that's there the ending go. so a J.J. Abrams type is the main character of this he's he's yeah, got to make the show that a, the people a, are watching it's, the, it's a mysterious author almost mm. in the in the in the vein of sort of like uh, Stephen King or something mm. who has ri- risen to such prominence uh, such like um, big uh, sort of uh, big like bigness, big, bigness. Um, big, bigly has, do, has done yeah. writing bigly yeah. um, uh, <laughs> is, is the, the world's eyes are on this person because they, be, they they are saying that what they're writing this event that they are creating mm-hmm. it like they write a book about a box that must not be opened and it, it's sending people mad when they look into it and all that sort of stuff and that stuff starts playing out around them, right? Mm. So they start, they um, like people start going mad just to look at the box, look in the box. Uh, there becomes cults theorizing what's mm. in it and and what what happens next uh, when you do open the box. The world people making a big grift out of like. Speculating what's in the box and going on debates and things. Yeah, debates and things. We've got televangelists who, yeah, who, are, yeah. who are massive yeah. about it. Yeah, you, everyone... you can never tell who actually believes what they're saying because there's so much money in it now. Exactly. You've got people on the street with fake boxes. Yes, <laughs> going around just like look in this box. We've got all the boxes. Yeah, yeah. And there's, a, there's, a, there's a group of people who like put their heads in boxes for days on end mm. just to just to feel what it must be like in the box. To be in a box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then we realise we just need to ask the cats. They've been in boxes loads. Kids in the playground going, my dad works in the box. (laughs) My uncle works works for Stephen King. He says it's a lawnmower. And he's got a Nintendo 65. That's what's in the box. Nintendo 65. Nintendo 65. (laughs) And that is what's in the box. It's a Nintendo 65. And hence the world, all, all CG tentacles come out of it. Everyone's just like, but that doesn't make any sense. 360 Mario's all come jumping out. But then, all at a weird bit, right? But this is a movie, yeah. right? As soon as we turn the movie off, that world in which all these things are happening goes away. Mm. Well, that's true of any movie. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but these exactly. people start to know about it. Oh, I see. Right. I thought you because we're pitching a movie. Yeah. We can just stop now. Like, <laughs> like, almost yeah. like the Queen's funeral. People are queuing up to even look at the box. Yeah. On the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people who have come past start to And like start the to Queen's believe. funeral, there's nothing saying there's anything necessarily in it. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> Nobody's seen inside it. Yeah, right. um, but people come away from that experience believing... Might be. I feel like that's just something everybody was saying. At the yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, the king. Sorry. <laughs> Please don't kill me. Yeah. There's nothing in there. <laughs> it's just a lizard. <laughs> just a lizard in there. All that's left. Yeah. Ah, treason, political satire. Yeah. There's nothing in it. Um, so, <laughs> um, but the, yeah, I, I feel like everyone who walks past the box to view it behind this big perspex screen, bulletproof glass, um, uh, comes away feeling like. Hang on, something's watching that box. You know, not just our eyes are mm. on it. Like something, and they start looking towards the camera. Or it's like the end of Cats, the movie. Right? <laughs> oh God, where, that is scary then. Where, where, <laughs> it's a probably Dame, scary film. Where Dame Judi Dench is looking yeah. straight down the camera mm. and and telling a t- uh, telling a poem, mm. and everyone else in the shot mm. is looking 
just past yeah, the camera. Yeah, they're going, like, what's she looking at? Wondering what yeah. she's looking at. Yeah. And that, that, that's the case. So our Stephen King character, played by Benedict Cumberbatch, um, is, is going to be like looking at the camera sometimes. Yep. Just, just out of the corner of his eye, like mm-hmm. make, making sure it's still there. Whereas... Like that woman in that thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know the one. Fleabag. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We knew what you were all thinking. <laughs> and I can yeah. imagine I can imagine Benedict Cumberbatch sort of muttering under his breath stuff for us, but we think it's to him. It's sort yeah. of like and he keeps catching us at the corner of his eye. Yeah. And then everyone else, the more they start believing in this box, the more yeah. they start getting fueled up by it, the more they start like frowning just past the camera. Mm. Um uh, to the point where uh, eventually the thing gets opened and it's like and we all go, Oh, well, that's the that's the answer, is it? Well, I guess roll credits, and then they're like, <laughs> "No, don't turn us in!" And then like like a, like a big CRT TV, like yeah, it all yeah. uh, beams in, and that's yeah, the, they all you, come. You picked the one thing that nobody will be watching it on. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely won't apply. <laughs> they all they all come scrambling towards the camera just before yeah. that thing just arrows us in. Is that the end of the movie? Yeah. Uh, listeners, if it sounded like I just did some kissing, uh, actually, it's that I spilt some tea on my hand <laughs> to get it off. <laughs> But also, we're just kissing each other. This is the first time we've recorded one might, together. So. <laughs> might be the last, might just, be the last cup of cup of tea we ever have. You know, it may well. Make the most what with of the vortex? It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Giving each other kissy wissies all all day. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Um, and we get people in. This is one of those pictures where we get people in the audience, <laughs> like plants for the audience yeah. who are running up to the screen at the end, and yeah. they're yeah, just yeah. like, no. Like they've, been, like they've just clambered out of the screen. Yeah, yeah. We, we we make them up in like um, in in like you know the kind of Borderlands makeup that cosplayers do. Yeah, as if they've got like different shaped lights, like different lights from the from a different place. Like they've just come from somewhere else. Mm. They've come from somewhere two dimensional, yeah. and they've just and they like we turn it off, and then the, someone tumbles out the front of the of the, um, of the screen and like yeah. runs to the back, like where am I? Where am I? <laughs> Every have to, screening. Yeah, I was gonna say we'd have to populate every screaming. Screening. Oh, not the oh, screaming. Ah, oh, get it? Oh, that's a horror reference. Ah, oh. oh, we've done it before. We've had um, oh. Willem Dafoe chase the audience around with a knife. Every screening. Every Willem screening. Dafoe himself. Yeah, he only he must did. be knackered by now. Running yeah, yeah. all those cinemas. We only did five screenings of it, oh, and, yeah. and, and, he, and then it got shut down. And we gave him a medal uh, yeah. for doing a marathon. Mm. <laughs> It was my my he didn't chase people for twenty five miles in total. Yeah. We put a little Fitbit on him beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he generated enough energy to to power the screening. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. very cheap actually. Yeah, because you know it's 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 one for us, one for him. Yeah, uh, when it when it when it goes like the way the Willem Dafoe chooses projects, one for us, one for him. Oh, and yeah. this one was for him because he was like, I could pay for a gym membership. Yep. I I could pay for a gym membership, or I could. Uh, I suppose I could just chase people in the cinema around with a knife. What ideas you got, guys? <laughs> well, I want to chase people around a cinema with a knife. <laughs> you, you you, gotta... You're 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 off, off your rocker. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you have uh, uh, do, any do ideas? Have any, ideas? Yeah. any cooky bitches for me? <laughs> what a year that was at Cannes. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> and bear in mind, if you don't have any good ideas, I'm going to chase you with this knife. <laughs> Until you have some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> but people, um, like news outlets with like, people walk out of can screening <laughs> at this movie and we're just like, we well, you know why. People, people run, don't walk. <laughs> <laughs> people are running out of... The, the headline, run, don't walk, away from this screening. <laughs> <laughs> Being chased by Willem Dafoe. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that, ah, there it goes. There goes the energy into the... It's quite done yet. No, no. Yeah, we've got a little bit. Got a little bit. Um, All right, so from Stuart Lonnell. Okay, that, so... That's that confusion energy giving that. It is the confusion energy. <laughs> it really does. It makes my hands go all gooey. <laughs> it, makes, it makes my mouth just spaghettify into it. <laughs> It's weird. Um, Sorry, he's waving. Hello, Dave. Hello there, Matt. Oh, he's doing the thumbs up. I think he liked that one. <laughs> Look at his little face. <laughs> Having a big grin at that one, isn't he? Yeah. The people love it. So from Shangri's, we've got the Lonely Star Spawn. Ooh. Ooh, the Lonely Star Spawn. Another, uh, another name for Superman. Mm. Yeah. Spawned out of a star, did he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah we all did if you follow it back far enough. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Maybe, maybe that's the point: is yeah. that we're all from a certain kind of star, mm. and then there's one thing that's come from a different kind of star. You know how we're all like carbon-based life forms, and yeah. then there's like something else, silicon-based life yeah, forms, something like that. Yeah. And it's like it looks like us, except it's like reacting to the atmosphere and reacting to the um mm. uh, it, it's like somehow it is the only silicon based life form like full stop it comes into i'm not a good scientist to, to, to no know we don't know what that would be like it, it, it's like xenon based life forms you know we just make Ooh. it up so that we, yeah. there's no way of you know uh, and it's like oh my god it's it's reacting to something when it touches i tried to think things. of another one and all i came up with was chrysanthemum chrysanthemum based life form it's based entirely out of flowers <laughs> But because it's what that just it just made me laugh. Chrysanthemum-based life form. It's just, just it's, a plant. That's because it. it's star spawn though. Yeah. And it's cosmic horror. I feel like there'd be a cool bit because you know frog spawn. Like, yeah. Did, did you have that thing when you were a kid mm. at primary school? And they did they ever take you to like we had at the like attached to our school there was like a, a overgrown pond area yes. and we were able to like hold up a big glob of frog spawn. Yeah. Oh, and it's yeah, like yeah. this. Oh, it's gross, but we love it. But yeah, but like frog spawn is quite close. To alien eldritch horror when you when you look at it and you oh. think about it, it's just a lot of eyes. Looking it's a back load at of you. eyes looking at in in a big jelly bl- like yeah. you never really think about it past when you're about six, do you? But mm-hmm. frogs can we make that? <laughs> can we like um can we uh make this a kind of like James Cameron style under the sea movie? Oh yeah, mm. yeah. because like first you've got the abundance of water. Secondly, there's loads of under the sea. There's like you know in a star you got hydrogen and helium. Uh-huh. And we think that just happened at the Big Bang, but what it turns out is that stars live, and they they have like drop. a mating cycle. Exactly, yeah. they drop spawn. Some of it like hits Earth. Mm-hmm. It's underwater, and people are seeing these huge streams of oxygen, just like pure Ooh. oxygen bubbles, yeah. coming up out of the water, and it, it's it's filling up this cave system to the point where you can walk around in this cave system hundreds and hundreds of leagues below the sea. So you can like <laughs> hundreds of literally little under the sea <laughs> <laughs> of, of leagues. I think. Yeah, I think so. Hundreds, yeah, yeah. hundreds of kilometers below the sea, right? Where pressure would usually be awful. Ten thousand leagues. There's this sort of like bubble of oxygen mm, yeah. that just keeps uh, getting more and more refilled um, and it's because what's happening is these this star spawn is sapping all the hydrogen out of um, the, all, the water yeah. and it's just pumping all that leftover oxygen out mm. so we're seeing like this and, and so you've got a setting for a horror movie which is a cave system that you can yeah. breathe in yeah. uh, but you're like trapped below the ocean yeah. um, you've got like these things these, these eye looking weird objects that, that, that are like stuck in each of the um, you know when you look at like coral 
yeah. um, that kind of like a, it's almost like a network of a big network of tunnels. Mm-hmm. And then if you if you imagine like a spawn in the center of one of those, it's like a hole with an eye looking out of it, mm-hmm. um, and that looks pretty eldritch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you yeah you you have like the, the the situation where like even better. What do we use helium for? Because that's the other thing they need to to create become a full having a full silly star. voices. Yeah, yeah. Children's parties. Mm. A load of children's parties start getting taken, and just like clowns are getting pulled towards, <laughs> pulled towards the ocean, and we don't know why. <laughs> I, I quite like uh, the idea that this is based around like uh, let's call him let's call him James Cameron. Yeah, mm. yeah. Let's call, let's call him James Cameron. I couldn't think of any other smart name. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, basically, like he's on his boat going out. Yeah. It's like. Bloody hell! Yeah. What what is going on? What is going like on? all these clowns just swimming. They but well they swimming. They out bump into... into a clown corpse. That's the yeah. first thing oh. rolling over this bloated Wait, clown. Corpse. Wouldn't this right? Here's an actual like simultaneously funny and good shot for the film mm. is that yes they bump into this clown corpse and at first they're not sure what it is because it's dark down there. It's yeah. the yeah. ocean. They turn their you know little <laughs> undersea explorer thing torches on. Yeah, and yeah. it is this clown. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Why would there be this dead clown? And then they they just move the lamp and there's just like thousands, thousands of clown <laughs> corpses yeah. all just dangling and there. Different, yeah. yeah, and they've all got like there's the strings. Wigs. There's all noses this... going everywhere. <laughs> yeah, flowers. They come into this this like you know um, sort of when a, when the things are floating on the sea. Yeah, and it's like it's like. Um, you know, it's like jelly or, or, or frogborn or, or um, what do they call jellyfish? Yeah. Right? Where you can see them making like a carpet across the sea. Yeah. Well, they look out and it's just red noses. Yeah. It's all the red noses just bobbing and they're, they're like cutting through them. We've got Samuel Jackson, who's like the, the tech guy in the yeah. submarine. He just goes, Looks like we found Nemo. Because <laughs> he's a clownfish. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so... But Samuel L. Jackson has to do that explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah. he really gets the joke. <laughs> no, no, no. He doesn't. He's too cool to do the explanation. We, we just have like a subtitle, <laughs> a subtitle. underneath. <laughs> a little asterisk appears above his yeah. head. And then it well, says it at the bottom. It's, it, no, just in the background, there's a, there's a poster that just says Nemo. <laughs> you think you're trying to find Nemo. And, uh, and underneath it says, he's a clownfish. <laughs> Edit a uh, Finding Nemo poster. Uh, earlier on in the film, he's got, I've got this rare Finding Nemo poster. <laughs> we set it up and like what off. he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, they only printed 100 of these before they realised it was a dumb thing to do. <laughs> the Finding Nemo deep lore. <laughs> Deep law. Yeah. Now you're just a clownfish. Um, but <laughs> that's this, about as deep as it gets. This this James Cameron guy, he's got like he's he's a he's a scientific investigator guy. Yeah. He's like, what's going on around here? Meanwhile, his um, uh, pulling from the life aquatic, his rich, <laughs> uh, insensitive uh, like, rival, mm. Michael Cove. Um, <laughs> it works. <laughs> Michael is he a secret robot? <laughs> yeah, he's like, a secret robot. Like Michael Gove. <laughs> yeah, and also he, he he makes movies about robots in disguise. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just got the other okay, part. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so Michael Cove is um, uh, like he's like. I'm I'm coming down there in the dirigible. 
ha <laughs> he's like he's got a big balloon yeah. he's extending like you know sort of sort of uh, Cirque du Soleil style um, acrobatic uh, divers yeah. down yeah. from, from they're the from best lines. sort of divers yeah, they, they, they send those on all the best jobs don't they <laughs> yeah. yeah he's got uh, here's my really well well trained divers it's uh, Danny DeVito playing Michael Cove <laughs> yeah. and his, his dirigible is a big blow up Danny DeVito face yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but notably it's full of helium which yeah, is yeah. what will eventually oh, yeah. spark this uh... <laughs> it, gets... <laughs> <laughs> it gets popped in the mouth at the end and it goes <laughs> all the way down the mouth, yeah. all the way down into the into the because it like yeah I guess he, it... that's how they get out they it's pop the thing and it just goes shooting up <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, all that um, all that helium that is letting out gets sucked down into this into this basement this if cave system. Nobody on land knows. Nobody on land has been paying attention to what they've been doing. But just imagine if you were just like chilling in your house one day, and then you hear Wee! and you look out the window, and a giant Danny DeVito's head is heading up over the horizon. Wee! Yeah. That would be the most frightening thing. It would be possible to experience and then the sun rises again <laughs> because remember this is star spawn yeah, when yeah. it gets enough helium it's gonna make a sun mm. <laughs> so so what happens is firstly whee, and then um, we <laughs> the cut sun to follows. we cut to the inside of someone's apartment where they're happy uh, next to the bay <laughs> where they're happily watching a star is born yeah. um, and, <laughs> and, then, and then the sun rises a second time and just like starts boiling away the sea and just yeah. zooms up into the into the sky I think the film ends with this couple just go oh there's another star up there <laughs> cut to credits that's the bit yeah that's good that we have the, the last scene from um, it's, it's just it's just like the last scene from uh, They Live where someone's having sex and then they go honey what's wrong and instead of it being you're an alien yeah. the the thing they say is Oh, we've got a second son. <laughs> That's the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thought it was bright. <laughs> for, for, a, for a one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Better put some of the Factor 50 on. <laughs> oh, it's warm, isn't it? It's warm. <laughs> All right, boys, that should be enough. Let's have a little look. Uh, dude, it looks like it's still not completely satiated. Can anybody think of any little last tiny little bit of pitch? We just need a little bit more pitch just to make that last little bit of confusion energy to, to just really close off this universe. Oof, it's actually a bit of a, a, a sombre occasion when I think about it, isn't it? Yeah, we are literally looking at the end of the world. Sing the song that closes the stars. Well, I've got, I've got one. It's, um, it's the Yes Very Clever Award. Huh. Do you, you know, you know do it? that should do it. You know the award we give out, so it's given as a title, and it's based around an existing title and just someone's just had a bit of fun with it yeah god so made, made a little joke the last it. one yeah the last one that's gonna be how we end the universe yeah that yeah that is gonna be how we end the universe okay yeah um I was hoping it was gonna be a pitch but, uh, um no I think this 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 will be enough won't it Dave it, it, we just need a little scrap and then and we can, we'll be done. We can Dave's, say goodbye to it all. Davy Benzo Felix is making the sign, the universal sign for just a tiny bit more. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so from Reese Howell. Reese Howling into the void here. Yeah. Is what we're doing. Yeah. So from Reese Howell, we've got Bisky Business. Yeah.
Yeah, that is, that is pretty funny. Yeah, that's funny actually, yeah. I wish I could laugh. I wish they'd remember who pitched it. <laughs> <laughs>